0: Hello and welcome back to the Coach Alley Mac podcast, episode 7 I think, Um, again there's been a wee hiatus between episodes, I'm not going to make excuses, I have just been busy with other things, but wanted to try and get back into it, make it a bit more consistent towards the end of the year, just got a slightly better structure in terms of times and stuff for recording it now. And I've got a few people that are keen to do some episodes, so that'll be quite cool. But today, um, I've just been kind of motivated to sit down and record a quick one, mainly due to just conversations I've been having with clients recently. Like usually if there's a subject or topic that keeps coming up um, that I'm sort of working through with people, I think it's quite useful for me to sit down and record it and put it out like this because it'll help a few other people. Who maybe aren't clients, so that subject is going to be how to make the most um, of the last quarter of the year and finish the year strong. So, yeah, this is sort of the time of year where a lot of people sort of realise we're three quarters away through the year, which is mental. It has been a very very quick year, um, and they want to make the most of kind of the last quarter, really put the head down and get some good results, whether that be training or fat loss and I think there's a few key things that kind of allow you to do that again I've maybe got more of an old school mentality to some things well not old school I would say I've just not got maybe as much of a snowflake mentality if you're still allowed to say something like that um as maybe some people in the industry do nowadays um So I think there's key points that have stood the test of time that you need to, you need to enforce in this last quarter if you want to see good results. And probably the main one I'm going to focus on is being accurate and being clear with what you're trying to achieve and also what you need to do to do that, okay? So I think what you've got to do, like if you're looking to make progress as a whole, you've got to have a very clear goal, okay? So... For example, if it's fat loss, you need to commit to fat loss and not be doing like a week of fat loss and then a week of trying to gain weight and a week of fat loss and, you know, get stuck in that constant cycle, be clear, pick a goal and commit to it and then figure out the action steps, okay? So quite a lot of my clients will be fat loss focused towards the end of the year, okay? So that's kind of the main goal. Alongside the training, the training... For us, kind of takes care of itself um because it's structured. So we'll get that performance improvements, we'll get the strength increases, and um, we'll get the conditioning improvements because the structure is there. So it's kind of that bit takes care of itself because I kind of deal with that. So from a client point of view, it's then mapping out kind of the key steps from there to get the result. Okay. So we know the importance of steps, stuff like that. I don't necessarily think is worth me discussing too much because i've kind of discussed that in previous episodes and um, for me generally people who are targeting fat loss i recommend seven to ten thousand steps a day Uh some people go higher than that but that's kind of the general range i would advise people to fall in but probably the big one that i want to talk about with regards to accuracy is when it comes down to nutrition because again ironically this ties in quite well with the last episode i recorded but in that time my kind of opinions have probably changed a little bit um so accuracy with nutrition ultimately is the key to success when you're trying to lose fat okay like there's a the old saying that you can't outwork a bad diet and i would completely agree and um, if you're not in control of nutrition to some degree then you're gonna struggle to lose fat okay now for me When it comes to accuracy with nutrition, my preferred method is calorie tracking, okay? I don't, like, I again, I'm aware, and I said that in the previous episode, calorie tracking maybe isn't for everyone. There's going to be some people it's not going to be a good fit for, uh, but I would say for 95% of people, um, if not more, it is going to be a good fit. It's just not that popular because... It requires a bit more effort to start with but there's a number of reasons ultimately beyond the fact that i would say it produces the best results out there that you should be doing it okay so first and foremost what calorie tracking gives you when you do it with accuracy is ultimately it's going to give you a result but it's going to give you flexibility too okay it doesn't mean you have to eliminate any foods you know like We've ta- I've talked in previous episodes about the like, slimming world and the whole like good food, bad food thing. I don't think that's good mentally long-term either. Um, and slimming world also, yeah, we'll not go into that. People know my feelings on slimming world. Um, but as an example, I think some of these diet methods create bad relationships with food anyway. So tracking doesn't. It allows you flexibility. It allows you the ability to still eat your favorite foods. You just have to be accurate with how you're tracking them and in terms of developing a lifestyle that's going to allow you to get results and is also going to allow you to maintain those results which is kind of the most important bit you know ultimately it's a sustainable way of doing that when we calorie track okay now again something i think gets overlooked a lot with tracking and this is something that i have been talking about a lot with clients is it ultimately gives you Peace of mind in terms of from a physique point of view, I think, right now, I kind of probably need to delve into this a little bit because it's probably something I would say I've experienced um, myself along the way too. So, kind of what I was chatting to clients about is I think it's really easy to get over focused on body image when you are in a fat loss phase, okay, which I suppose to an extent you would expect. You're going to be looking for physical changes. But a couple of people were sort of saying to me when they don't track so accurately that maybe the worry, you know, that they're going backwards, for example, you know, gaining weight and feeling super bloated, feeling like they're seeing negative changes in their physique. The frequency of those thoughts kind of increase. Now, in pretty much every case where people have chatted to me about that, that's not actually been the case. There has been no actual regression they may have just fallen off tracking for a week or two but more of the point is is that what i found and what people were saying to me is when they really are dialed in with tracking yes although it's more effort it gives them more mental clarity and it removes a lot of that maybe stress and worry that occurs around body image so I thought that was quite interesting and I thought that was something worth citing because again, it's definitely something I would say that um I've experienced myself. Probably there's been periods in the last few years where I haven't tracked, and yeah, I probably would say that I've become more image conscious as a result when there hasn't actually been anything to be concerned about. So again, basically what I'm getting at is I think there's a lot of there's a lot of chat nowadays about maybe how tracking can feed into disordered sort of eating which i agree to an extent with i think if you take it's like anything if you take it to extremes then yes like if you're sitting weighing lettuce leaves um i would say that was extreme that was not a good place to be with tracking but ultimately for all that negativity i think the positives outweigh perceived negative benefits and something that's overlooked is it does give you mental clarity and control when you put the effort in to do it accurately so yeah that was maybe a long-winded way of kind of saying why i prefer tracking in terms of allowing you nutritional accuracy but ultimately i think it's important if you're trying to pursue fat loss to make the effort to track and track accurately okay now i think again it's worth running over kind of general guidelines for what I'm talking about when I'm talking about tracking accurately because people will perceive accurately differently the key thing for me and what I advise clients to do is track the big stuff okay so what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the big stuff is the main macros okay so your carbs your fats and your proteins and if you're drinking keep a rough track of your alcohol okay obviously you might not be absolutely on point with that but keep a rough track of it if you've got nights out and stuff. Um, reason for that is that's all your calorie dense stuff, okay? The likes of your salad and stuff, like I made that reference to lettuce there, like likes of your green veg stuff like that is pretty low calorie, um, like versus a lot of these other sources. Like, you know, a portion of green beans will be like 30 calories versus a portion of pasta, which will be like 300 calories. So you've got to make sure that you're tracking the big stuff and you're tracking it accurately, okay? So where quite a lot of people trip themselves up is they maybe bullshit themselves a little bit on portion size, okay? So like, you know, doing a lot of guesstimating rather than, you know, making the effort to like weigh out a portion of pasta before you cook it or three or four, depending on however many people you're cooking for. Like instead of making that effort, you're just kind of guesstimating and hoping for the best, um, which isn't accurate. So again, track the big stuff, make the effort to track it accurately, you know, and kind of when it comes to weighing out food and stuff, weighing out those big sources makes a big difference. Another good example is cereal. People trip themselves up a lot with that. Like an actual portion of cereal, like i.e. what the pack says, um, doesn't look that much. In terms of calorie intake. But for most of us, and I know that myself, like if I'm having cereal, I'm filling the bowl, which is probably actually three or four portions. So again, that's where weighing it counts because Because. things like that, if you tend to maybe be quite, what's the word, quite forgiving on yourself when it comes to, you know, judging portion sizes accurately, like stuff like that's gonna sabotage you, it's gonna lead you to be frustrated and not happy with your progress. So making an effort to weigh these things out, track them accurately, is gonna make the difference between losing fat between the end of the year and not. Okay? Um where yeah. Where you don't need to you know be on point is the likes of the salad stuff. Um things like as well, like things to throw in there is like I I don't track teas or coffees. Like some people Do track their teas and coffees. Like, obviously, if it's big stuff, like Starbucks, all the rest of it, track it. because That's calorie dense. But, like, your general, kind of, like, everyday coffee, it's, like, three or four calories. Don't stress about uh, stuff like that. What I do, personally, is I'll track the milk. So, I'll just genetically track, like, one or two hundred mils of milk a day. And then, you know, tea or coffee, I'm not that worried about. So, again, this is where, with tracking, like, you have to do it in such a way that it's something that you can consistently do and a tool that you can use when you need to in the long term. And I think things like that, you know, being accurate with the big stuff, you know, not obsessing over the little things allows you to do that. And yeah, ultimately, it will lead you to results. So yeah, I think, to be honest, I'm going to round this episode off here. It's quite a short wee episode, but it talked essentially, it covered what I want to cover. It kind of, similar to the conversations I've had with people with regards to the accuracy you kind of should aim to have with your approach towards the end of the year particularly with a bias towards fat loss accuracy with nutrition in particular that was kind of what I wanted to cover and um, so yeah I'll round this off here but yeah we'll hopefully be back next week with another episode as I said I've got a few people that are keen to jump on and do some stuff with me which I think would be quite cool. So yeah, I will be back soon. Thanks for listening.